What's it called when a substance go substance goes directly from solid to gas? What? Premature evaporation. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Hat Trick. I'm Jordan Deller Coltman. I'm joined by my brother Brayden Deller Coltman and our very good friend Elliot Tanti. The three of us, every single week, try to do something uh, interesting, something unique, and something entertaining. That's what we're going to try to do again this week. It is Father's Day. It's a Father's Day edition of our little sports show. Uh, boys, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Happy Father's Day. Although neither of you uh, yet have had the pleasure of bringing life into this world, but uh, Happy Father's Day all the same. You both have fathers, so we'll start there. How you doing, Braden? Good, thank you. Elliot? Yeah, that seemed like a sort of backhanded way of getting us to wish you a happy Father's Day. So happy oh, Father's Day, Jordan. Oh, Clearly, that's what thank you, you. I really appreciate it, guys. It was nice of you to think of it. Uh, we have a good show for you today, and uh, why waste any time? Let's get right to it. Here's topic one. Okay, topic one this week. Um, is a little bit of a sticky topic. Uh, we're going to deal with something that uh, none of us are experts in, but all of us, uh, I think, are mildly amused by. Uh, Major League Baseball, once again, has found itself in a sticky situation. Um, over the ca past couple of years, we've constantly had these news stories come up where people are like, oh, this is the new steroid. This is the new crisis for Major League Baseball. A couple of years ago, it was the Houston Astros banging garbage cans and strapping electrodes to their nipples while they were hitting home runs to you know sig signal check or what is it a call signs and yeah, things yeah. um and i'm not uh, sure about the last thing you just mentioned there but do you have any evidence that didn't happen <laughs> well, no, so it I could don't. have happened all right uh, evidence time, of nipple no. stimulation <laughs> during yeah, yeah, knows. <laughs> yeah once that comes once that comes out there will be lots of players suspended all right major league baseball is cracking down now on um Sticky, sticky subs substances. Yeah, sticky substances. Basically, what they're looking at is there has been a apparent um, uh, uptick in the number of cases of pitchers using foreign substances to affect ball trajectory. So whether it's sticky substances or slick substances, something that is changing the ability for the pitcher to grip the ball or to put spin on the ball that is not natural to their hands it is not perspiration and it is not the resin that we've seen in those resin bags for years and years and which years. is legal which is legal these are additional things that players have been using now apparently this is a very long uh, problem that has existed in major league baseball pretty much for the last hundred years in different forms and there are two rules technically already on the books that are to limit this rules uh three Point zero one, which is about damaging or discoloring the ball, right? So pitchers can't change the color of the ball. That's more about the safety of the <laughs> batter. Like no, they don't want you to rub it in the dirt so that the okay, ball's darker. Okay. They need okay. the player to be able to see the ball coming at them safely. That's that one. And then the second one that is about this is 6.02, um, subsection C and D, about otherwise altering or applying any foreign substance to the ball. So you're allowed to sweat on the ball, I assume. Um, Either way, Major League Baseball, once again, in the news for something other than baseball. Um, and obviously, a lot of pitchers have been complaining and pushing back against this because they feel like it's going to affect them. I guess what they're suggesting is if I can't cheat, I can't win. Um, but either way, Major League Baseball cracking down on it. It's a weird story. Uh, I know this is a new story for you, Elliot. We sent you some some article about it earlier. What What are your initial thoughts when you heard that this was happening? And is this just another case of Major League Baseball and 
what the hell's gone wrong with America's favorite pastime? Uh, well, I'll answer the second question first and say, yeah, this is another example of um, this is this is what is it? It's it's not it's it's the uh, symptom, not the cause, right. uh, or the symptom, not the yeah, you know, like that. There's there's some significant issues in baseball that have been, uh, arisen in the last little bit, and I think the integrity of the game is really has been really been put into question. And I and I and I really think this all kind of relates back to how poorly. MLB relate, uh, dealt with steroids way back in the day. You mentioned off the bat um, and their uh, inability to sort of, yeah, I get that. All right. Off the bat. Foul, I thought I'd foul that one off. Um, <laughs> but you know, you know, in all, in all seriousness, like there's some serious issues around integrity uh, for MLB with regards to this sticky substance. I mean, I think it's one of those things you either how you either go all in and people can do whatever they want. Uh, or, or you do a full, you know, enforcement piece. I, the problem with this is that this is like the MLB. Everyone knows this is going on. No one wants to address it. Then someone starts talking about it, and then it becomes an issue. And then MLB addresses it in a really shitty way. It's like this is a, this is the cycle for MLB. I'm not even surprised at this point that, uh, that it's at this place. Ultimately, you know what I think? I think the players should decide. If the players think that sticky substances should be allowed, then they should be allowed to use them. Heck, let's ha invent some that are MLB branded and push them through the college uh, rounds and, and, and do make it into like a, an actual thing. Um, or you have to say, no, no, not at all. Players don't want this and, and, and move on. But we, there, this in-between stuff just doesn't work anymore. The code has fallen apart for MLB. Yeah, the thing that's funny to me is, so the first thing is the the suspension or the ban based on, you know, discovering the sticky substance is, I think, a 10-game suspension. So for these pitchers who are pitching one game out of five, out of five, you know, like, it's a two-game suspension. It means nothing to them at the end of the day. It isn't starts. Well, it is starts. So it would be punishment for 10 starts. Well, I don't know if it starts. I don't know if it's, okay. I think it's games. Okay. Okay. But it could be, I'd have to look further into that. If it, if it is, then I guess that, you know, that's a bit more severe. Um, when it comes to the actual, like, like, I agree with you, Elodie. I think, I think with something like this, that it doesn't seem like there's all that much discussion between the players and the league as to what is actually you know, uh, fair or what is, you know, this is something that they've been doing for hundreds of years. They've been using sticky substance. I don't know what else to call it. Like they've been, I guess the main one that they've been using is called, um, spider tack or something like that. And that's the brand. Yeah. The brand. Sure. But players have been playing, like they've been using, it's not unknown to the league. They've been using this for, for years. Um, so for them to all of a sudden go, Oh, oh let's, let's crack down on this. It, it seems kind of, it's like, okay, well, we dealt with that last one. What's the next one that we can kind of cut down on and, and figure out how to how to make our game pure? But the fact is, like, the game has been, quote-unquote, pure for the last how many years? I mean... Has it? Not really. I mean, that's the kind of the point with it with baseball, is it feels to me like another example of Major League Baseball reacting to uh, a problem rather than trying to prevent it. Sure. Like Elliot was saying, right? This is the symptom, not the cause. The, 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 the thing is major league baseball for a very long time has kind of just accepted that. Well, as long as everyone 
equally gets an opportunity to cheat is it really cheating right you know what i mean with all these different situations it's like like sign calling or what is that the right word yeah, yeah. like where where a player standing at second base can see between the legs of the back catcher. And if they have memorized or studied the other team well enough, they may be able to identify the difference between a fastball call and a, and a curveball sure, sure. and have some form of way to signal the batter. Right now that has existed in baseball forever, That's right? Part it's of the taught game. in major in minor league and in little league and all yeah, of that. Yeah. But the truth is it's technically against the rules. Okay. The difference with the Astro situation was that they were using some form of technology, external, external technology, yeah. just as another team was caught using smartwatches a few years ago to be signaling those things. And that's where then it became controversial because it was like, this is an advantage some other teams haven't yet figured out. Therefore, they this is giving one team a different advantage than everyone else who might be doing it the old fashioned way. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? With the sticky substance, like you said, it's like, Every pitcher has had an opportunity to, to rub a little bit of this on the inside of their ball cap or on the, the side of their neck pitches. or whatever they else. They all have different arm strength. They all have different locations. So the question becomes, why now? Why all of a sudden are we reacting to this? And, you know, much like we talked last week about the French Open and the way in which they kind of made the whole Naomi Osaka thing worse for themselves by kind of their ham-handed handling of it. I think this is another situation where Major League Baseball is just continually shooting themselves in the foot with how clumsy they are with dealing with these situations. They get caught with their pants down. Oh my God, we haven't dealt with this for so long. The problem is so systemic that we now have to come in, you know, with a much more aggressive uh, response to it that now we just kind of look like idiots as opposed to you know dealing with it one instance at a time for 10 years which they yeah. just can't you know yeah. you can't go back obviously but it, it it definitely i think major league baseball comes out of it looking well worse now, for we're work. also seeing pitchers you know claiming that their their injuries are being caused based on the fact that they're taking this substance off of the balls and so they have to either change the way they grip the ball change the way they throw the ball change all of their dynamics um I'm only as good as the syrup on my fingies. Or the sunscreen and resin combination, yeah. which is legal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah, no, totally. I, one quick question for the two of you, because I'm sort of interested in your take. How much of this do you think is around, um, this is emerging because of the issues around the length of the games and, and frankly how dominant the pitchers are and the lack of scoring in the league? I don't think that it, it relates to the length of game. And I think that it, I mean, I, I've been watching the Blue Jays and their pitching just sucks. So it looks like they haven't <laughs> been using any of the sticky substances. Get um, these guys some syrup. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. I think that that's a separate issue. I think that the, the length of the game is a completely separate issue that has to do with I guess it was more so the, the scores and games, the lack of hitting, the, the dominance the right. pitchers have right now. You know what I think it comes down to? Gambling. Mm. I think there is a much le a higher level of scrutiny on all of these major leagues now in the United States because all of these leagues want to create partnerships with gambling operations and they want to increase the opportunities for gambling within their sports because they are starting to recognize the value that it adds to them economically. Right. And I think that increasing certain parts of the integrity of these sports is critical to the strengthening of those relationships. Obviously baseball has a very tenuous history with gambling. I mean, we still have uh, the greatest hitter arguably of all time, you know, banished from the league because of he was a chronic gambler. So basically, 
baseball has its own problems to unpack there, but I do think that that's part of it. I think we're going to continue to have these questions about integrity and baseball winning the margin is so thin because it, you know, it's really a one-on-one head-to-head matchup for the majority of the game, yeah. pitcher, batter, yeah. uh, and the slightest additional edge to one or the other is a problem or is an advantage. So yeah. I think that's an I'm, excellent point. I'm not sure I'm pro sticky substance or any other foreign substance uh, to 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 change the trajectory or the spin rate of the ball but but some guys won't be able to throw curveballs some guys won't be able to throw sliders so then should they be in the major league baseball that's a good question that's a good question yeah it's a good question but does does you know at the same question is is odell beckham jr pulling in one-handed overhead grabs in the end zone without sticky tack on his gloves because that's in the nfl too right like the technology that exists in all sports has increased and then you know become more advanced over time the skates connor mcdavid is skating on are a thousand times better than what wayne gretzky or what paul coffee or any other you know considered fast player at one right. point was skating on because the technology is just advanced does it mean that he has an advantage over the other players he's competing against no they're all skating on the same technology mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. Is that the case in baseball? Yeah, I feel like this kind of a thing, you know, they introduced this ban like a week ago. Or no, it takes place this week yeah. uh, the, the, when they'll start to crack. I feel like this is not the time that you want to. I think I feel like a, a change like that needs to be addressed in the offseason so that the players can be, you know, uh, practicing with that in mind going to training camp and then into the season with that. So that you're not seeing player. you know, you don't give the, you know, the, uh, the, you don't you don't let the player then say oh well, this this you know my injury is now a result of the fact that you made this rule come into place and you know Braden just wanted to say sticky Jordan sentences. didn't think this would be a good topic but I, I didn't think there's but it's very good no lots, you're right I mean I, I no thought it was just a conversation about pine tar and then I had to look into it well then that's funny because that's allowed I know yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well I we guess we'll We'll see it. It it it, uh, it it remains to be seen how it sort of plays out after the ban is in place and what the league sort of looks like post uh, lack of sticky substance. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll leave it there. That's topic one. Spring in full bloom, it's gardening season. For 18 years, Zocalo has been providing Edmonton with plants, gifts, and flowers. This local flower boutique is located right in the heart of Edmonton's Little Italy. With a wide array of flowers, plants, and gift options, they provide delivery and curbside pickup. Check out Zocalo online at zocalo.ca or call them at 780-428-0754. Okay, here's topic two. This is one of our favorite games, or at least it's one of my favorite games because I don't actually have to play. I just sort of host it and we see how these two boys uh, handle it. Uh, I have collected six um, very interesting sound bites from the last couple weeks uh they are all completely different uh none of them are the same <laughs> i should hope so that would uh, that is the very definition of that yeah <laughs> okay so there are three for each of you the way the game is played is i will play you a sound clip uh-huh. you will do your best to guess who said uh, who is speaking in the sound clip if you can identify it sometimes there's more than one voice but just what's the context of the sound clip and who said it that's the idea. Who said what? That's right. That's the name of the game. Who said what? Okay, we will go with Elliot first. Are you ready, Elliot? Sure. I hate sure. this game. I can't tell. All right, here we go, Elliot. This one is actually from uh, tonight. Here we go. Talk 
you think Ben Simmons can, can still be a point guard for, for a championship team like the one you guys want to become? Yeah, David, I don't know that question or the answer to that right now. Um, you know, so I don't know the answer to that. You going to leave me with a basketball one? Yeah, we're going to start off with basketball. We know how uh, you watch every game on the on on the field uh well they when they yeah what do you yeah, got there, do you want to take where a, there, take where a stab of, at that there's lots of checking um uh, well to a, be fair elliot uh i did actually give you a clip where the person's name was said and he said it was on tonight so what do you got i don't know all right ben simmons uh, talking about himself <laughs> no, <laughs> very, very good guess. <laughs> um, ben Simmons plays for the. I don't know. Team coached by Steve Nash. No, the other one. Uh, Philadelphia 76ers coached by Doc Rivers. Uh, oh, that was man, Doc Rivers. Bad. The Philadelphia 76ers losing tonight Big to loss. the Atlanta Fall of Hawks. Hawks. One of the birds that Jeez, plays in guys. Atlanta. Uh, the Atlanta <laughs> Hawks and Trey Trey Young. <laughs> Um, uh, Trey Young beats the Knicks, and now he and nope. the yeah Knicks yeah, yeah he beats yeah, the Knicks, and tonight. then he beat the Seventy Sixers. So he's gone through two of the most sort of tormented fan bases and left them both feeling pretty shitty. Yep. Um, but the Bucks. But another big team in the Seventy Sixers, who obviously with Joel Embiid and with Ben Simmons, and just one of those teams that for year after year has found themselves coming up short in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and it's starting to get frustrated. And as Braden mentioned, following the game, this is. His, probably as far as they go they have to start to now figure out what's next and they we're going to probably see some major changes but that was doc rivers 76ers they're out of the playoffs um you're 0 for 1 elliot but uh, a noble attempt all right this one is a this one's a little bit older okay it's from about a week ago but okay. uh i was around here we go you know i know you're a gamer and uh and all this and uh you know i'm just thinking maybe out loud as far as in your shoes right now it's like all right we've done all the things we can do we've done all the game planning we can do maybe maybe you know just we'll just go in next year and just not think anymore and just win this thing when we don't think so much is that good am i on the right path at all with this like maybe you just guys think a little too much no You know, I can see it, but I can't. I can't picture who. Okay, hold on. So to be it. fair, yeah. you're not going to know who asked the question, right? Of course, because it it's a... one of these Zoom interviews. I'm going to tell you after who asked the yeah. question, but who who was being asked the question and who responded with the single singular no? I think I know this one. Ah, this was a hockey game. Oh, I know who he asked. He asked. He asked Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Because and the only reason I thought that because Nathan McKinnon had the exact same tone after saying we have not won shit, and rather I have not won shit after he's been in the league for how many years? Nine. It's yeah, nine. it's hard. It's hard. I feel for the guy, but uh, it's true. He has not won shit. So I'll give you the context here. Um, what a dumb game. question! It is one of the most rambling, uh, nonsensical. Oh, yeah. He's like, can you ever. just answer yes Here's the to best what part. I say? The question was asked by. Uh, Colorado beat reporter Adrian Dater, who is considered an infamous Colorado reporter that has now bounced around through six different Colorado-based publications after several scandals involving direct messages sent to female fans on social media. Somehow he continues to get uh, re-employed. He he starts by going, are you a gamer? 
uh, he asked that ridiculous question, and obviously Nathan McKinnon, with, after what, like almost a minute and a half long question, and <laughs> like, responds with no, <laughs> and moved on. Great, uh, great sound clip there. That one will be an infamous uh, Colorado Avalanche sound clip. You're one for one, Braden. All well right, done. all right, barely. all right, Elliot. Time to pick it up. And I'm sorry, I will admit to you, yours are much harder than Braden's this week. Yeah, I don't know why, but all right. You ready? Here we go. Don't listen to me when I say it's going to be a two stopper. Listen to me when I say it, it's gonna be a two stopper. <clears throat> Any guess? Uh, Sebastian Vertel at the last event, clearly upset because um, he didn't want to have to make a second stop in the pit. You have the context right, yeah, pretty close. close. The driver's wrong, although you have uh, you've gotten one of the very key letters correct. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, that was from today's race. Uh, in France, the driver, however, was Valtteri Bottas. So you got the V, Vettel Valtteri. Well, and Vettel, not Vertel. Yeah, not what well, the, oh, the pronunciation wasn't perfect, but you you knew who we were talking. I'm about. only halfway through seeing the first season of that F1 show on Netflix. Oh, so nice. break, you'll catch yeah. up. You'll catch up. <laughs> um, obviously, I have to put that one in because there's a you know as a a little plug for yeah, the fact plug. that we do have the pit stop podcast on this feed every week absolutely elliot, elliot isn't actually on that show uh but we thought he'd ask him just to see if he's been paying attention <laughs> we've been asked a lot for <laughs> having guests on that show yeah a lot of people want to come on that show we'll do a poll yeah uh, and then we'll just do what we want to do anyway that was an f1 uh, pun yeah i got it thank, thank you. you all right um sorry elliot you're over two i don't think you're winning this week not gonna end up on the podium not gonna end up on the podium you ready Braden? i'm ready all right, this is Braden's uh, second one. My big ass foot was a step on the line. I, I just seen a little screenshot how close I was to ending that season off that shot. <clears throat> what do you got? Oh, man, a little screenshot onto the next season. Okay, we were talking basketball, I think. And I was like looking right. Uh, a little screenshot onto the next season. Somebody who just lost. Well, I want to say it's a player. It it wasn't Kevin Durant, uh, but it might have been. Uh, it didn't sound like him, but uh, he did. He did. He I did lose yesterday uh, off of a, a, a three point shot that had his foot on the line. So I guess let's go with Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets, who lost. Uh, he's bound for the U.S. Olympics and or the uh, yeah U.S. Olympic team. Poor Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant and his large feet, size like 17 feet. <laughs> Have you ever seen a photo, Elliot, of Kevin Durant without a shoe on? It's horrifying. Yeah, it's he looks disgusting. like a duck. I mean, we shouldn't body shame anyone, but it is, it is, it is truly, truly yeah. something. To, like he, it mm -hmm. is horrifying. Yeah. He has very long feet. Mm -hmm. Google it. If you haven't seen Kevin Durant's feet, Google them. It's insane. Now, to be fair, he's like seven feet tall, so they kind of are somewhat proportionate but when you only see the feet and not the person you're like wow they'll zoom in on that is a very very long foot okay so when i go kevin durant in um in, in google what how far down do you think durant feet you're gonna put the filters go on you gotta do lower body lower half of the body in the filters or something like that no shoe size is like the second one. Oh, it is <laughs> but yeah. can you get them without the shoes on uh yes yeah, yeah, okay. pretty, pretty quickly here. I feel like Kevin Durant would be one of those guys that doesn't really take care of his feet. Well, I think he would. I mean, basketball is kind of a foot-centric sport. It's pretty important to have good feet. 
One would think. He just seems like the guy that uh, that might not. All right. Well, seems this... like his priorities are elsewhere. All right. Let's get back on the right foot. Um, <laughs> I'm doing like a Ron yeah, this is impersonation huge. tonight. More Gene Principe, I'd say. Oh, oh even worse. God. <laughs> uh, Elliot's got Gene's hair, though. Okay, here we go. Um, this is for Elliot Tanti, and I apologize in advance. There is not a single chance at all you're getting this. We just really wanted to play this the sound clip. So, so take your best, uh, take your best swing at it. All right, here we go. Walking to a stadium, eight thousand people. They all want you to lose, but as long as you got your twenty-six guys ready to kick or kick butt, um, <laughs> you're gonna be all right. Sorry, I sweared. I shouldn't have. No, sweared. you're good, man. Let, let's go back to that last inning, ninth inning. What are the emotions like? entering that inning well emotions are go in win i heard a fan offer free dipping dots if i blew it which the price of dipping dots with inflation is just unreal so for a brief moment i was like damn dipping dots sound good but also i thought all right <laughs> dipping dots with inflation see if you can I, this, I don't one. i don't know so let me Okay, let's say you know that guy. It's this. That's probably too informal to be major league. Um, and it's definitely in the states where you know they're close. You can have that one-on-one conversation. So I'm gonna say double A ball dipping a uh, dipping dots is. Uh, let me say I just looked them up. <laughs> they're they're uh, they're located in the south. Uh, so I'm gonna say a double A team from uh, Florida. Um, Really passionate. And you know what? People that speak like that, sometimes it's pitchers. But I'm going to say catcher because catchers can be weird. So catcher, <laughs> double A ball. Uh, Elliot, that was a really it's a very, good very good guess. You've done some good forensic. You got close. You're definitely on the right coast. And for, sport. And sport, obviously. It is a pitcher. He came in in relief. So you got that one wrong. But a very close attempt on that. Uh, and you were closer uh, you knew he wasn't major league. He's actually still in college. This okay. is an NCAA senior uh, closing pitcher for Virginia. So you were very close. Okay, all right. You had all the right. right. You at least you you know you were in the right part of the country. You know, it was in the south. With Look, the I took what you gave me and I did what I can. Okay, that, you that did was, very that well. Was His name is Stephen. Uh, how are we saying the last name? Scooch. 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 Well, I want to call him Scooch so bad. S C H O C H. Scook. Skoke, Skok. Uh, anyway, Steven there with one of the most uh, <laughs> enjoyable post game interviews I'm sure that reporter has ever had. So amazing. Uh, you know what, Elliot? I'm giving you the point there because you got almost all the way home. <laughs> At least you know it was a, it was a good double. So, so I just put free dipping dots into Google search, and it was the first thing. He <laughs> <laughs> listened to the rest of that interview. Yeah, yeah he, he goes on he for another going. like three minutes. We'll put it on our Instagram. <laughs> All right, we're running way over time. So let's just get to Braden's uh, last one here. Braden, you have a chance to go for three for three. Right. Um, and I know that would be something that you would really, you know, consider a crowning achievement in Absolutely. your life. So here we go. For me personally, how I quote, how I deal with it was that I know every single person asking me a question can't play as well as I can and never will. So no matter what you say or what you write, you'll never light a candle to me. So that's how I deal with it. Um, but each person deals with it differently. I don't know exactly what the context there is. I, from my knowledge, my guess there is that that is Serena Williams. Okay, who who is that? Because it's Venus Williams. It's Venus. I was like, man, that sure sounds like Serena. I'm so sorry. Yeah, context. Uh, 
So somebody asked her some dumbass question. Yeah. So what were we talking <laughs> about last week? Uh, uh, ridiculous questions being asked. To Naomi Osaka. That's right. And her whole saga with the French. So yeah. Venus was asked during her press conference. The same thing. Have you ever had anxiety or oh fear of the God, media? And she guys. responded basically, like, "No, I'm not afraid of you fuckers because none off. of you can hold a candle to me. I love it. I think it's just such a like, sure. like you know, she shouldn't have. It's to. brilliant. She should not have to be answering that question. You're absolutely right. But a great soundbite by her and just zero fucks given. Goodness. Well, boys, that was very good. Two for you, mm-hmm. one for you, Elliot. And uh, I have, I'll have to go back in the archives and we'll we'll create like a oh. a career statistics. <laughs> uh, flow chart that we can keep track of over the years um, but in the meantime uh, Braden edging you just slightly that was another edition of who said what that's topic two are you feeling hungry busy be vegan is a plant-based meal prep service offering pre-made delicious and healthy plant-based meals to the greater toronto area whether you're curious about plant-based vegan eating looking to improve your overall health and wellness or simply too busy to cook busy bee is for you their plans are focused on eating clean without sacrificing taste and contributing to a healthy planet they have made it super simple choose and order your meals from the multiple plans they offer and they will deliver your meals in environmentally friendly compostable containers right to your door you can find them on instagram at busy bee vegan meals or on facebook at busy bee vegan go check out a small local business in toronto and save the hassle of covid grocery shopping and cooking let the busy bees feed you buzz worthy meals okay uh our last topic this week special because it is father's day or it was father's day yesterday this will come out monday obviously but it's father's day weekend and uh all three of us obviously have great fathers two of us share one uh you can figure out which that is um we'll do what we did i think on mother's day and and take our hats off to our fathers or to fathers in general maybe i'll go first uh my father greg dowler coltman great guy um (laughs) no uh one of the most um patient and uh, intelligent men I've ever known in my life. I have, you know, constantly grateful every single day to have been born his son uh, and the opportunity to have learned how to be a man from him, how to be a husband from him, and now for myself, how to be a father from him. Um, And he was an amazing teacher, not only obviously to his own three sons, but to hundreds and probably thousands of other uh, kids as a, as a teacher. He's retired now and enjoying that, but he's gone on to, to in you know, coaching and he continues to try to mentor and encourage other people because it's truly what his calling is. So my hat goes off to our father, Greg Dowler Coleman. Elliot? That was nice. Nice tribute to you, Dad. Um, you know, similarly, I want to just give my hat on, hats off to my dad, um, Victor, who um is <laughs> one of the most uh passionate passionate brilliant uh characters um that I, that I know i similarly have learned a lot from him um but mostly um the ability to have compassion for people and to be thoughtful in in how you approach people And I think, you know, one of the greatest gifts my father gave me was to watch him interact with his friends and be there for his friends. And he's often, that's, that's something that he's quite good at and that he feels quite passionate about is being there for people. Um, And when there are times of need and being supportive and I feel very lucky and grateful to have uh, gotten to have a life watching him do that and and emulated in in as many ways as I can. So hats off to my dad. And I will give a small and a quick shout out to my, Grandfather, 90 years young this year, um, 
who is the father of five and the grandfather of like 14 and the great grandfather of now like six. So, uh, you know, just an outstanding patriarch in our family as well, too. So shout out to Don, Pastor Don Olson as well. Right on. That was really nice. I'm going to be tipping my hat off to another father, uh, somebody who um, taught me uh, a lot and um, who who really helped me fall in love with sports. And that is uh, my brother, Jordan, who is a a new dad. He is a a great new dad with um, a little guy who's going to fall in love with sports as well. You're uh, yeah, you're great. So hats off to you, Jordo. Thank you very much. Thanks, both of you. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. And uh, we'll be back next week with another great show. That was Hattrick. Hattrick is a member of the Ordinary Podcasting Network. It's produced every week by Jordan Dyler-Coltman and Braden Dyler-Coltman. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks for listening. Am I still a new father? I think so. Yeah, he's I was going to say, it's kind of a stretch. Hmm? He's only two. Yeah. Just wait till he's like 40, then you'll be an old father. Oh, okay. mm. that's how long it have to be? Probably. Mm-hmm.